Gregoire and damn beast that are smart enough to know better. Oh man, jet lag is a bitch. Alright, well I've managed to dig out a rant that Greg made before we left, so enjoy. Dan, have you heard of the Decadal Survey? No. The Decadal Survey is planetary body scientists every 10 years get together and they make a survey of what they'd like to do in space for the next 10 years. And it's coming up. It's time. <laughs> 2013. I wonder what the joke ideas are. Well, like, yes. can you put joke well, on well, What well, do you want to do? I want to play ping pong. <laughs> I want to play ping pong in space. <laughs> Why? Because that would be fucking awesome. How would we win? You can't lose. That's like inertia. But no, just, just, just bear with me here for a moment. Go on. We have to think. So they, they, from 2013 to 2022, with the 10 years where NASA puts aside a budget. So NASA's asked for this information. And all these scientists, planetary body scientists, have got together. There's also an astrophysics one. We're talking about the inside the solar system one. That's the one we're going to be looking at today. Okay, yep. So don't think of, you know, stars and stuff. And they've come forward. They said, okay, what? We're going to have a pot of money over the next 10 years. You clever clogs, what do you want to do with that money? And they've been going, oh, my God. And like for the last month, couple of months, they've been like getting together and talking about it. And they put out this survey saying in the next 10 years, we want to do this, this, and this. So, for example, they want to send a probe to Mars that will land on Mars mm-hmm. and grab a rock and fly back to the Earth. So we can actually, like we went to the moon. And oh, rocks, yes. So actually grabbing material and coming home with it, which is much harder than it sounds. Like it's really, really difficult mm. to do it properly because they need to have a rover. They said they need to actually land two crafts next to each other, which is really hard. Ooh. Really, at the moment... Because at the moment, they just kind of chuck a big ball of inflated stuff. Yes. And it's kind one of... way of doing it. You chuck it and you hope that it hits... Uh, that mountain area over yes. there. Yeah, yeah, and it really is. It's a couple of hundred meters. They can land it in yeah. hundreds of meters square, and it bounces around, and it puts itself the right way up, and, and the rover comes out, and it wanders off. Like, yeah. spirit and opportunity. Oh, do you hear? Let's actually change the subject for a second. Did you hear that spirit is probably dead? It's, we, we never talked about that. You know, spirit and opportunity? The two um, rovers on the different sides of the planet? Oh, yeah. Spirit went into... This is old news for most people listening to this podcast if you're into this sort of stuff. Yeah. Spirit over, over winter, was, it, it hit a broken wheel, and was, like, dragging its wheel, yep. going backwards. It was on a slant. This is the one that was tweeting. Yeah, but they were both tweeting. Spirit looks like it's died and will never wake up. Through the Martian winter, it's not enough energy, and they're waiting for it to come back online. And they think it's covered in dust. It's on an angle. It would have frozen Because it said goodbye. Oh, yeah, well, I, I think and that's, it sent a, that's probably some, a human, probably... And it, sent us, and it sent out a little thing. Yeah, yeah. And it was like binary. It, it, its, it's last message was in binary. Oh, okay. And it was like, look to the stars. And oh, I cried! Yeah. What the f***? <laughs> it never woke up. Now, they're saying it might, but... I'm swelling right now! <laughs> it's ridiculous! Why do I give a shit about robots? And, and Why is it robots and not people? Well, that, yeah, well, that's true, that's true. Your wife is a, an exciting machination of cogs and gears. She cost say. a fortune. <laughs> But it's okay, spirit didn't wake up. The opportunity's still running around. We shouldn't be sad because opportunity's like, hey, and it's gonna, it's fine. It, well, it, it's running out. But we've got to remember these are designed to run for maybe ninety days, yeah, maybe, and they've been running for years and years and years, like five years kind of thing. These things have gone on and talking mm. Earth Day is not Martian. Well, days. Voyager was supposed to cut out a decade ago as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. We just sometimes we build these. Sometimes like like certain ones blow up in the atmosphere, and sometimes we build these amazing things. So it's sad that spirit died, but opportunity is still doing its job. And they're building another one. But that's this is part of the decadal survey. Back to the decadal survey. They want to build certain things to go to Mars, pick up rocks. It's very difficult to do. Yep. So Dan Beeston, if you could add something to the decadal survey, what would what do you think is important for us as human beings in the next ten years to explore in the solar system? That's from from the outside of the atmosphere to the bloody helio shock pause magnetic bubble froth hell area. What's important to you? Do you think? 
if you want to think about it, I can show you ones I think is important. Go on then. So my take on it, the one I've been really impressed with was the Cassini Huygens probe for around Saturn. So the Cassini is still out there. It's still taking pictures. It's still measuring magnetic fields and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. The Huygens probe dropped into Titan's atmosphere and took all the smoggy, methane kind of atmosphere. They said it might have looked like what Earth used to look like, the yep. moon, Titan. That was an amazing mission, and the Cassini is still doing it. I would love them to put one into similar around Jupiter. I think that's really important because Jupiter's got a lot more interesting moons. So Europa and Ganymede and Io and Callisto and then the other, you know, 16, 20 plus, whatever it is, of other little moons. So I think they get a lot of information. That's sort of doing what we've already done but doing it somewhere else. And it would probably be easier because did you know that Jupiter is five astronomical units from the sun, from Chad? So you know what that means? I yes. The distance of Earth to Chad is one astronomical unit. Yep. The distance to Jupiter is five astronomical units. Yes, so it's five times distance from Chad as the Earth is. Yes. Now, how far away do you think Saturn is? It's like double again. Yeah, it's double. It? Yeah, yeah, it's it's ten. You always see them My like next to each other. Something. Yeah, they're not. I mean, but I, that's I think, just an illustration. It turns out. I think there's a. No one of... went out there to photograph it. <laughs> I think there's a walk of shame. What I just said. Then my brain just sort of went. Hang on a minute. It might be twenty and ten. It's double anyway. It's double. So it's it's actually easy to get to Jupiter. Five sounded small. Small. Yeah, yeah. It's actually my brain went. Hang on a minute. It seems wrong. I'm going to look this up. I'm actually fascinated. Should we look it up now? Should we check it? Yeah. Right. That that would be novel. I I asked myself the question. What's further away mm. from the Earth, mm-hmm. the orbit of Mercury or the orbit of Mars the other yeah. day? And they're pretty close to each other. And then distance from us? Yeah. Right. I just, I just wondered because you never know with these things. They're always – the numbers are bizarre. So it could have been that Mars was like six times as far away as Earth and that would have been confusing. Yeah. No, I'm actually – I'm right. Oh, my goodness. Distance from Earth, 5.3 astronomical units. So Saturn's about 10, and next one out is about 19. So Uranus is about 19. Yep. Oh, hang on. Unfortunately, one of the things that the Cadal server they want to do... Yep. Oh, tell me it doesn't involve Pluto's, Pluto and it. There's one going to Pluto now. We've sent it, we've, we sent it, a, yeah, we sent it about a year and a half ago, and it's racing. It's going to race past Pluto. We're looking at photos of Pluto and Charon and the second moon as well. And that's like, cause we never actually... We had some blurry photos yeah. from the Hubble. This will be going. This is happening now. No, unfortunately, or fortunately, but unfortunately, they, they, they want to send a probe. Guess where to? Where would be the worst place in the solar system, name-wise, to send a probe? To? I'm going to probe. Go on, Dan, say it. King Neptune. <laughs> yeah, He's he, such a dirty... <laughs> Dirty God. Just say it, Dan. Uranus. Yes. You're going to probe Uranus. Yes, they're going to probe Uranus. Aha. But yeah, that's one I hope they touch on the rings of Uranus. That's, yes, thank you. There you go. But they, they want to send one out there because they haven't been out there. They've got like, photos as they zoomed past it, but they haven't got much from the Voyager. That's all we've got. But, I heard, and it's not true, mm. that um, <laughs> that Chad shines out of Uranus, that's, but it's the wrong part of the solar uh, system. Okay, so I would like to go around Jupiter and also send a lot of probes that I could to the different moons of Jupiter. So Europa and Io, that sort of stuff. That's, I think that'd be really, really interesting interesting to work that sort of stuff i'd also like to send i think they might be doing it as well comets like hunting down comets and uh, landing things on comets and that sort of stuff that would be pretty fascinating as well i heard they were renaming uranus <laughs> to uranus just so that that joke is so unfunny that no one will ever do it again yes no one will ever go oh, isn't that clever they go yes but it's you- called uranus why are you r-a-n-u-s the the Americans try and get round it by saying Uranus. Yeah, that and, doesn't help. And, and also, but also, it's not right. The name of the god was Uranus. Yeah, unfortunately, you, you can call it Uranus all you like, but that's not what it's called. That's, and you're still saying urine. And it's a cheat. I started doing it as well. I went, oh, I'll call it Uranus. And when I was teaching grade nine science, and then I looked it up, and went, I really can't. I'm, it's, it's like going, I'm going to call it E I R. 
You know what I mean? Or, or Mayars. You know, it, it doesn't. It just sounds like you have a weird accent. It's, it's not right. So unfortunately, it's it's Uranus. But anyway, probe, probe. So Dan, if you could if you could tell NASA something about a planet, like a probe or uh, some sort of experiment that could be done inside the solar system from the sun out, where where would you? I want to put a water mine on the moon. A water mine on the yeah. moon. Yeah. Let's start figuring out whether we can actually mine this water and get it up into space. Well, they found they have found more water. There's water there. Yes, that's right. So let's put something there that Why can start. Why do we want water? Why do you... helium three? Yes, we need helium three, but not water. Why do we need? We have tons of water down here. It's all, of... but it's not up in space. Oh, because the For gravity that... of the moon is lighter. Yeah, yeah, it's really easy to get stuff off. The... Okay, so that's you think that's important to get up there now? Seems that's, to be. That's something that's why. Because can't you know, the horse maybe? Well, we need stuff. It's going to run out of stuff. Before we make it, okay. How, we need be... to keep pushing away the, the apocalyptic <laughs> curtain as it creeps nearer and nearer. This, I, I like what you're thinking, but wouldn't it be easy just to go out to the asteroid belt where there's very low gravity, find Ooh. a big a big mountain of ice that's 400 kilometers long, and then just crash that into it? It's a great idea. <laughs> it's what Futurama did to cool the Earth down. Yeah, uh, big ice cubes, or you can put it into orbit. Oh God, can you imagine the economy of this planet? You go out to the asteroid belt, you go find a lump of gold that's 12 kilometers square, <laughs> you bring it back, cubed, sorry, and you bring it back and suddenly the economy just craps itself yeah. and there was oh god in star trek they got around there's they created something called gold pressed latinum which supposedly couldn't be synthesized and that's the only currency in the universe that was actually worth a damn because you have a machine like it looks like a microwave you go boop 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 and gold turns up or boop 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 mm-hmm. and a milkshake turns up it means nothing yeah but gold pressed latinum couldn't be synthesized but why do you need currency if you can have everything else well because some races in that world like the ferengi did want to use currency i don't know why all right because they were oh, i suppose prostitution too <laughs> also legal stuff still needs currency there's certain things that are going to be illegal that your government's going to say no you can't you have to have a second ah yes you have to have a currency and they wouldn't let you go and make heroin or something barter but anyway so yes i see what you're saying there we should but maybe it would be easier to go to the asteroids and this is one of the points they're going to say instead of flying to mars and putting a human being on mars they're talking about sending human beings out to the asteroid belt like the series the almost planet that's in the, yeah like the one that's out in the asteroid belt i think it's really fascinating I, the more i read is a 400 page report we'll link to it you can actually read through this report and it's free to, to read and you can go through the report and see what they want to do now it doesn't mean they're going to do everything in that report because a lot of time it's like two and a half billion dollars and nasa's like can you keep it under a billion and i was like oh my god you're trying to keep it like small missions and medium missions but maybe no grand missions i'm gonna say something mm. now that you may not like <gasps> i am not that big into space things why not because i think that w- there's better use for, scientifically mm. for the money that's being spent on Earth. Like what? Like energy, like new forms of energy and nanotech and things that will progress the human race okay. here without necessarily having to leave the rock. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so I, I will counter that by saying because mankind went to the moon and touched the moon's surface in 1969, we have the internet. That we have insulating clothes, we have better vehicles and equipment, our computers are better. There is a direct correlation between them putting money in and, and sending people out and working out the problems, which then devolve down into technology that we use in every day of our lives. So you're saying that the challenge of getting into space mm. is so difficult is what has spurred yes the creation of these not just the money that's being put no into it. no 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 if you have one place to focus on and, and things like radar came out of war you know that sort of stuff you know mm. it came out of you can't people but go, sure that's because well, money got freed up for that to happen but it's because it what if you could just in... free up that money and say everyone just put your put no, no, your heads no, no towards this it's not how humans work hey everyone amorphously go and work on stuff no, it doesn't work as well. If you say, hey, laser, let's all go in that direction, he says, pointing in a certain direction. Yes. 
and we will free up the money to make that happen. The umbra, the focal point of the laser, that's where you're heading. The penumbra, the shadow around it, yeah. wouldn't happen because it's a laser. But stay with me on this bad yeah, analogy. Yeah. That also gets funding as, as you get like a shotgun blast and you start getting devolving technologies coming off the sides. You of know it. what I just realized I want to do? What's that? I want to min-max. Yes. I want to min-max science mm. so that we put all our resources into just one thing until it works really well. And then move to the next. But that's thing. what we did. That's what we went to space, but, and we did, and we did that one thing. But, but, it, it, but he, can't, that was inspiring. Yes, that's because everyone was inspired. Yes, and this is this is something that's really worthwhile. Okay, um, can, I give, so, can I give you an example? That, that, that okay, the one we just talked about before, putting one probe next to another probe, the Martian one. Yes, if they can work out a way of getting two craft next to each other after traveling across one astronomical unit more to Mars and landing within meters of each other without damaging each other, passing a rock between each other and getting back to Earth, you don't think that have massive repercussions on GPS, on our computer systems, on let's, let's devolve it down more into the household, on being able to have a, a robot that can come in this room and pass you a coffee. But these are all offshoots. These that's are side I'm effects yes, of it. But that's how but, it works. But everything that isn't a side effect mm. is basically... Wasted money. It's not wasted money. Because if you took all that money and applied it to something else, then that would have side effects too. No one's going to work on that thing. No one's. This is the issue. This is the problem. If you go make me a robot that can bring coffee to my room right now, like bring in, and people have been trying that for ages and ages and ages, and they and they try and go, how can I get a robot to make a coffee? And I'll try this, and that doesn't work. I'll try this, and that doesn't work. But then they go, okay, we sent a robot to Mars and landed next to another robot on Mars, and they passed a rock and they came back. And then they go, how did you do that? And they go, this is how we did that. And they go, oh my god, you worked out this problem here, here, and here because. Because you were focused, and the cleverest people in the world were standing on each other's shoulders. I only see as far as I do because I'm standing on the shoulders of giants. And they worked out this amazing issue problem. So the other robot coffee man went, holy crap, can we use that? And said, yes, you can sign the patents. If you put all the money in one big pile and all the technology in one big pile, then people can start taking from that tower. I, I don't think it's a waste. I think you have to start looking at where can this technology get used? Where, how is it going to make the day-to-day -day life used? Most people don't realize, looking around the house, so much of our technology is based on these high gamble and high resource hungry events. We don't understand. Things like space blankets. They even call space blankets. Where do they come from, Dan? They came from the space race, keeping people warm. That's just a silly example off the top of my head. Food. But, but, prepare, but, hang on, hang on. Here's another one. Um, keeping food. We have 7 billion, nearly to have 7 billion people. We can't feed them all. And it's only because in the green revolution in the 60s and 70s, we can feed as many as we can. Yeah. And we're not doing very well. It, we're coming to a crisis point, obviously. Yeah. Okay? People are going to start dropping dead. Now, it probably won't affect us too much, which is really horrible to say because we're in a first world country. Yep. But most of the people aren't. So they're going to die horrifically from terrible things. Mm -hmm. But preservation of food, how do you preserve a nice lasagna to Mars for, for two years and someone then eats it? Now, you might be going, but surely someone can do that. Yes, we could, but they don't. And that's the thing. People don't, it's when like, you have a big prospect, and when you have a big vision, big vision inspires and stuff gets done with big vision. And I hate that. But that's human I nature. I hate that. It's stupid. But, but your way has less chance of working. Just saying, everyone, here's a pot of money. Let's work on everything. Nothing gets done. No, no, but what I'm saying is why can't we be inspired? Why can't we get enthusiasm and inspired about something that is focused on our survival? This thing, it yes. was, basically, there was no money being spent on science. And mm. then someone went, let's all spend a lot of money on science and go to space. Everyone yes. went, woo! Yes. And then we went to space, came back and went, look at all these side projects that came off it. This is brilliant. Yes. But if you'd taken all that money and not put people in space, but just put it into science, 
then nothing would have got done. You're you're the, crazy. The money would have got the money would have just you're, what you've just said is why are humans visionaries? I hate visionaries. We should all just think about normal stuff. If, no, well, no, unfortunately, no, no, no. humans don't work that way. But if we your need goal, to be directed. If your goal was free energy instead of going into space, you'd get free energy and you'd have all these side effects rather than going into space and well, having all these side effects. How can go into space and get free energy as well? So you've also, for the same money, you've got something into space. You have your visionary concept. We've also worked out power sources, which devolve down to... I don't understand why... But you we have, don't have free energy. But, uh, because that's because there's no... We don't have the science yet, but you don't understand... But you're talking about I mean, fusion and things like that, but they need to work out how to make a fusion drive to get human beings outside our solar system. But they we, were too busy putting people up into space. too busy. Dad, okay. This, this irritates me beyond measure. Okay, we build <laughs> I one, told you it would. We build one fighter, one stealth fighter for a billion dollars, right? Yeah. And we don't just build one. Okay, forget, not we, the Americans. Right? Australia hasn't got none of this. Yeah. It pisses me off beyond measure. But they buy 25 in a year. How many billions of dollars? Mm, 25 billion dollars. Did you see Wait, hang one? on. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't. I'm on a roll. Don't, don't, don't stop me here. <laughs> I'm, I'm raving my finger. In. <laughs> okay. Now, one fucking mission, <laughs> one mission to go to Mars and do all stuff is a billion dollars. It's one craft. NASA's budget is like $6 billion. They're spending all their money on military crap, and they're not spending it on NASA. So you kind of go, why are they spending it on science? I'm saying, why are they spending it on guns? It pisses me off. Now, oh, well, some yeah. does devolve into radar and stuff. Yes, okay, I have to sit by and express that. And they have to defend themselves. I get that as well. They have to have a three armies so they can fight everyone in the world <laughs> at all times. Very important. And actually, maybe it is. And I'm not going to you know, geopolitically. Maybe they've got a point now, but it still irritates me. that And they, they're pulling back their NASA budget. They cancelled the shuttle because it's old. And the Constellation, uh, Obama signed up said, oh, Constellation, yep, when he got in. And then he went, actually, Constellation, no. So there is no lifting unit to get anything in space. Now they have to go to the Soyuz, which are an old, crappy Russian thing. And they're going to pay the Russians to take their satellites into space. Is that how they're going to do it now? Soyuz, yes. They're using the S-O, yeah, Soyuz. Those things are so old. But they, but they work because it's a can with a thing on top. The space shuttle was an amazing bit of tech, but it's, you know, it's yeah. 40 years old now. And they pulled back but the But the Soyuz are like 60 years old yes, or something, they are. They? But they're simple. It's a can with a rock. Yeah. That's how it works. So I get irritated with that. You go, why are we spending so much money? We're not spending so much money. When we're spending nothing, they're working on a fucking shoestring. Sorry, I don't normally swear on this podcast, but I am irritated. You can go to hell. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we need to spend more money on this, not less. People go, oh, we waste all this money. We piss more money away in banking fees. It, and the banking institution, you, Dan Beeson, yeah, you yeah. are part, you have a credit card, I have a credit card. Do yeah. you have a credit card, dear listener? Well, you suck, because you just paid banks, you as in the entire the banking industry, paid the banks $80 billion last year. Yeah, but and, look at all the offshoots of technology from the banking. <laughs> all the ATMs, yeah. yeah security, no, and no, there isn't. cards. Oh, no, and... they, they didn't, though. They, they're happy to, they're losing $3 billion. This, I listened to another podcast, by the way. You should listen to it. It's called Planet Money, and that's where I learned all the stuff. It got me very angry. You 80... were drawn to it because it said planet. Yes, it? it's actually the reason. <laughs> Damn it. But the $80 billion is you pay to the banks. We all pay to the banks. $80 billion, right? To banking corporations worldwide in interest. Just on the bloody interest. Yet $6 billion to NASA <laughs> is too much! <laughs> So screw you! When that becomes an actual... Uh, we're talking... I've got a new answer for the survey. Hang on a sec, hang on a sec, hang on a sec. What's <laughs> what will make Greg rant? I'll come back down. When we start spending too much, come and tell me. 
And I will go, yep, you're right, that trillion, gazillion dollars, we probably shouldn't piss that away. But until it gets a beyond the six billion, I think it's six billion, it NASA spends. Everyone can go stick their head in a bucket. Because it's nothing. These scientists are, are going, we could work out X, Y, and Z, we could go here, we could do that. What, how much money are we going to spend? They go, you have, you have two and a half, we don't even want to spend two and a half, we want to spend one billion. And all these scientists are like, crap, we can't do really anything. We have to do these cheaper missions, which are good, use your money wisely, but don't tell me that we're, oh, anyway. I got a new answer for the survey. I still love you, listener. What we do is we just put some resources and send people up into space and find this planet money. Because then once you've got all that money, you can go anywhere you want. Of course, the more, if you suddenly flooded the system with lots of money, that wouldn't collapse the economics at all. You know what? I just don't have anything... For after the credits. Everything that Greg did that was wrong, I included in the podcast. 